Good morning for New England Public Radio News. I'm Henry Yap. Springfield voters will head to the polls on Tuesday for a preliminary election for mayor. The top two vote getters will then face off in November. Seven candidates are running for mayor this year. That's the largest number of candidates Springfield has seen running for the city's top office in recent years. Joining me to speak about the campaign is NEPR's Kari Njiri. Good morning. Good morning. So, Kari, talk about the candidates for a moment. Who are they? Well, first, there's the incumbent, Dominic Sarno, who was first elected in 2007. Uh, He's running for a second four-year term, this after winning two two-year terms. Mm -hmm. We have amongst his rivals perhaps the most diverse slate of candidates. There are three African-Americans, including a woman, and two Latinos, including a woman. So there's a Sal Sacosta, describes himself as a small business owner. He is also a member of the Police Community Hearing Board. There's Ivelisse Gonzalez, who describes herself as a, a mother of six daughters, a businesswoman who has worked for the Division of Unemployment as well as in human resources in Florida and Maryland. There's Michael Jones. He is a 1989 graduate of Central High School in Springfield. On his Facebook page, he says he's running because neighborhoods of color are being neglected by City Hall. Then there's also Johnny Ray McKnight, who teaches for the Collaborative for Educational Services in Northampton. He has a master's degree in business administration. And then there's Beverly Savage, who says she went to school for business but has served in the ministry with her husband for the past uh, 20 years preaching the gospel. And then there's Miguel Soto, who is a writing candidate. Mm-hmm. He is described as a Navy veteran and uh, is currently a bus driver for the Lower Pioneer Valley Educational Collaborative, and he's also a former city council candidate. You attended a mayoral forum involving the candidates this week. What are the issues uh, that they addressed? Well, this week's forum, uh, uh, sponsored by the NAACP, uh, issues uh, such as public safety and policing regarding community relations were Mm -hmm. discussed, uh, given the events in Ferguson and Baltimore and other cities across the country. Residency requirement for city workers was also discussed, uh, reducing the number of homeless people and blighted vacant properties in Springfield. And uh, immigration, most, in fact, all of the candidates uh, criticized incumbent Mayor Dominic Sarno's call for a moratorium on resettling refugees. They say that the city should be more welcoming to immigrant populations, noting that his parents were recent immigrants to this city. Okay. And it should be noted that incumbent Mayor Sarno did not attend this forum, right? No, he didn't, and he hasn't attended any of the forums that have been scheduled throughout the city, including a televised uh, forum scheduled for Wednesday. His absence was duly noted repeatedly, and uh, he was criticized as being disrespectful uh, to the democratic process. We contacted his campaign to find out if he planned on attending any forums, but we haven't heard back from his, uh, his campaign office. It should be noted that around the same time that the televised debate was scheduled, Sarno was attending a fundraising event at the fort in downtown Springfield. Okay, well, speaking of fundraising, in terms of financing the campaigns, how much will money determine the elections here in Springfield? It's not clear yet. Obviously, we have the incumbent, uh, Dominic Sano, who has been raising a significant amount of money. We looked uh, to the Office of Campaign and Political Finance, and as of the end of 
August. Sano has nearly $72,000 in the bank. That is an overwhelming amount in comparison to his nearest rivals. The uh, The only two candidates that actually have more than $100 are Johnny Rape McKnight and Salsa Costa. There are three candidates who have not reported any contributions. Has there been any public polling done ahead of this preliminary to let us know who the top two vote-getters are likely to be? We know of no public polling yet, but we suspect that uh, Dominic Sarno will be one of the two top vote-getters. Other than that, it's going to come down to how well the other candidates get their supporters out to the polls. That is going to be interesting given preliminary elections anyway. They tend to have low voter turnout, and especially this year, we're having the preliminary election a week earlier than normal. Okay, well, Kari and Jiri, thanks so much for talking to me. Thank you. That's New England Public Radio's Kari and Jiri. I'm Henry Yap. You're listening to Morning Edition.